0: Hello and welcome to Beers in the Sheds. I'm your host, Josh Donohoe, and I'm joined each week by my good mate, Daniel Friend. This is episode number 11 on another of our weekly podcasts, where we chat about all things sport and beer, and the general chats I guess you find yourself having with your mates in the sheds after the game. Friendy, how are you
1: this week, buddy? I'm well, Josh. Uh, plenty happening in the world of sport. Uh, lots in the world of beer as well. I'm pretty keen to get in today's show. We've got some some good topics in my obscure sports section. Um, yeah, pretty excited. So, how about you, mate? How are you traveling?
0: Yeah, good. Been uh, been busy doing everything and everything and anything. But uh, lot there's lots of sport news from the weekend and plenty more coming. We've got Origin coming next week. We're talking about a, a specific Origin show, which I'm excited about. But uh, mate, let's um, let's crack into this week.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Play of the week, Josh. What did you have? So, mate, I have
0: gone to the cycling. I don't know if you've got any cycling fans out there, but plenty of my mates are mammals, and uh, they don't mind riding the bike in Lycra. But uh, the the Giro d'Italia is the Italian version of the Tour de France, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And we had an yep. Aussie win that for the first time uh, this week. So, uh, Jai Hindley uh, is the first Aussie to win that. Um, now, he actually went very close to winning that in 2020. He actually lost the jersey on the last day. So this is a real redemption win for him. And it's a it's a mega event. I mean, it's a three-week, yeah, it 3,445 kilometers. I mean, how's yeah, your how's your saddle sores after that?
1: Yeah, there's some serious chafing going on there, isn't it? <laughs> um, get the baby powder out for Jai, I think.
0: But Yeah, it was a good win, mate. So I was, I was happy watching a few of those stages. And um, yeah, nice first-timer.
1: Unreal! That's awesome. I had uh, Kyle Chalmers, so the the really strong young swimmer. Kyle, he's a former gold medalist in the freestyle. Uh, he rocked up to the Aussie qualifiers and and wasn't going to go into the butterfly, but then he saw um, former pop star Cody Simpson. That was he was a strong chance to qualify for the world champs in the butterfly, and he thought, you know what, Cody, you're actually dating my ex. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to spin the butterfly and I'm going to beat you. And he did. And he took his spot. Cody ended up making it through something else anyway, but I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, Kyle Chalmers going, yeah, well, you might've got one up on me, mate, but I'm going to get one up back on you. Um, Yeah. You don't (laughs) see that every day.
0: This is sounding a bit like e news. It's so the entertainment yeah. news or the sport news, but... Um, yeah, a
1: bit of everything, mate. Cody, you know. Cody
0: might be featured in both, but uh, but he
1: is going to the games, which
0: is which is good. How many years was he out? Is it like 10 years or eight years?
1: Yeah, ages. He was off singing with um the Beeb, Justin that's Bieber. Great. So, yeah, he's sort of his, his undercard, I think. Yeah, so he's probably got a bit of coin anyway, but yeah, back to the swimming and well done to him, I guess. He, he did make it too, so... Yeah, that's great, um, Mate, what are you you
0: thinking for obscure sport or obscure moment in sport? Where we're broadening this topic, what do you got for us this week?
1: We are, and this one, mate, this is obscure. This is weird. Uh, If ever there was an obscure or weird sort of sporting moment, this guy's generally involved. So the big, the big man from Chicago, Dennis Rodman. Back in the day, 1996, I was doing a bit of digging, and I, I did watch the doco recently, The Last Dance, and. Sort of thought it was really weird when um, they talk about Dennis wearing a, a wedding dress and marrying himself. So he's rocked up to his book launch in a, a like a fully sized, um, all done wedding dress, purely for him, and said that he's married himself. He legally married himself, which. I don't know how that happens in America. Which state?
0: Which state and lets you do that? Got to be mate.
1: No, no idea. Nevada, Vegas, somewhere. But yeah, I, I would say so. He did like Vegas. He frequented there quite often. But yeah, I just thought um, it was quite a weird stunt. But what did happen? It, it worked, and his book went to number one for twenty weeks. So it was a crazy bestseller. And it was. It did come out that it was a publicity stunt. But I guess the people or the journals that were at the book launch would have thought that's the most obscure thing I think I would have ever seen at a press bar. That's a strange one.
0: I'm curious, did the wedding last longer than the, the 20 weeks? Like what, how long did the wedding to himself last and and how well, did he I split, guess it... the, split the, split the, the money when they divorced? I don't know.
1: And to be honest, he he's brushed Carmen Electra for himself. <laughs> so he's, he obviously likes himself a bit because um, yeah, well obviously most folks would be fans of Carmen. I would have thought, and um, Dennis obviously likes himself a bit more. So that was my obscure sort of sporting news. And um, yeah, pretty weird from the big Dennis Rodman. He's a strange cat, Rodman. But yeah, provides
0: entertainment on the court and off the court. That's it. So, Freddie, give us your Around the Grounds this week, mate. What's happening?
1: Around the Grounds, I guess the big news in in my part of the world is the State of Origin teams uh, were announced. And New South Wales, a few sort of selection shocks. Um, Freddie Fittler... I don't know if he's made the right calls there. Stephen Crichton, a noted centre on the bench. And Queensland's team looks really strong. Coached by Billy Slater, assistant coaches Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston. I think they're going to be pretty hard to beat. Also in the NBA, Golden State will play the Boston Celtics in the the NBA final um, for the championship there. Josh, you're a Celtics fan. How, how are you feeling about that?
0: Yeah, mate. Look, I'm excited. I'm pretty pumped. I've been watching um, the playoffs. A good mate of mine, Benny, is a diehard Miami fan, so he wasn't oh. so happy. And we're we're on we're still on talking terms, but he's a bit raw at the moment, so I'm not bringing it up. I think he's going to follow me and and follow the Celtics through uh, the finals. So I don't know. It's going to be close. Warriors are absolute legends, so could be very yeah. hard to beat. I uh, mate. Back to the origin too. I know Queensland looking strong, but they're actually um, you know, the Blues are still favourites there too. So you interested those
1: odds if they change over the week? I think being at home, I, I think the Blues will start favourites. And and they do still have all those – the Penrith players are on fire, including Nathan Cleary and Isaiah Yo, who are probably two of the better players in the competition. But, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I think Queensland, this is the strongest they've looked for a while. The Cowboys, the Broncos are up in the top four. So are the Storm. They get a lot of players from them. So – yeah, um bit concerned from myself as a new south welshman. Um, what have what have you seen around the grounds, Josh?
0: Mate, look back to the AFL. My Swannies came from behind to beat the Tigers in an absolute classic, buddy kicked five. Uh he is yeah. he is gone to the he's gone to the tribunal. So if he gets bumped out, which will be tonight, we're, we're recording here on Wednesday night. If he's bumped out, that'll make it a tough assignment for them next week. But he played a cracker, it was an awesome game. Um, the big upset, however, was the Demons. Their, their winning run has finally come to an end at the hands of Frio. Mm-hmm. Frio have been contenders for that uh, sort of second, third place, and they've definitely put their hand back up again for that, and they played really good footy. Uh, and I'll be over there, uh, not this weekend, but next, watching them in a home game, which I'm pretty excited, at the new Optus
1: Stadium, which I have not visited yet. Yeah, um, awesome. It's, it's funny that that sort of happened – that way, because Parramatta in the NRL, they're sort of that second, third place team, and, and they knocked off Penrith, who were undefeated and, and defending Premiers as well. So, kind of worked out the same across the two codes.
0: I think we've got those quality teams. It's just consistency, and, and the teams that can get those mm-hmm. long runs together are the ones that prove they can play week in, week out, but they just know that team underneath is ready there to knock them off. So, good to see Frio yeah. do that and break the run. Um, Collingwood also scored a real tight upset over Carlton which was a, a bit of a belter to watch mate outside of the footy French Open been keeping an eye on that Nadal is into the mm-hmm. semis again our mate Carlos that we mentioned uh, a few weeks yep. ago he was unfortunately knocked out the young guy against Zverev um, so yeah the French Open starting to take shape you been watching any of that
1: yeah I have seen a little bit of it and Nadal beat Djokovic didn't he so he did to, yeah. yeah that's that's a huge win there so I, I've you'd be hard pressed backing against Rafa over on the, the clay. So yeah, yeah well short, done to him again. Short favourite.
0: And uh, and also on tennis, Wimbledon's now been named an exhibition tournament. I don't know if you'd seen that, but mm-hmm. um, there'll be no competition points or ranking points, I should say, for that tournament um, because they have excluded Russian players. So Wimbledon's decided that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be included, which I think is going to make that an unusual tournament this year. But more tennis news. I feel like it's tennis, tennis. Um, Kyrgiosk, <laughs> And Bernard Tomic have been at it in the press. Have you seen any of that or heard? I any have of that? seen a
1: little bit of that. Yeah, they're back and forth at each other. Tomic's now saying, "Do you want to box me?" and and Curios is just saying, "Mate, don't have time for that. I'm in the top few in the world. Maybe if you actually practice, then uh, you can play me in tennis." But they can't seem to agree on what they want to do. But I I think Curios wins on both fronts. Do do you?
0: I don't know about the boxing match. Tom, a big, mm. big human, but um, I think here, yeah. is just like, like you say, don't, don't waste my time, mate. I'm busy playing yeah. high-end tennis. Let me know when you're back in the top flight and we'll have a crack at it. But, um, but interesting to watch on socials.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Polarizing figures, those two. We um, yeah, might speak a bit more about them for the moment though. Let's talk about uh, beer of the week, Josh. It might be brewery of the week, might be beer of the week. We're sort of mixing that up a little bit too. What have you got this week?
0: Yeah, I've gone back to brewery of the week and the main reason is it's one of my hometown favourites. Mm-hmm. But um, here on the sunny coast, Moffat Beach Brewing Co have actually won the champion small brewery of Australia and that's no mean feat. That's amazing. God, it is a mean feat. It's um, it's not something you can take lightly. It's the biggest beer tour, beer judging, beer awards in Australia and they came home with two champion beers um, and four
1: gold medals as well. So,
0: mate, they're absolutely... What's the-
1: the What's it. the difference between like a champion beer and a gold medal? Can you tell me? So yeah, look,
0: me? a gold medal. Let's say in the the IPA category, which they won a champion
1: beer. Mm-hmm. There could be different
0: IPAs that win golds, and more than one could win a gold. At the end of that, right. they'll judge all the oh, golds the together and pick the champions. So cool. Yeah, they they've just really been kicking goals in every uh, awards category in every. Um, competition so this is the pinnacle and they've nailed it so congrats to our local guys putting the sunny coast on the map again
1: for beer that's unreal well yeah well done guys that's awesome and um i think anything whether it's sport beer whatever it is if you're the top in your field yeah it's pretty impressive so well done all right josh ale or bale this week we spoke about these two lunatics earlier Curios and tomic they're going to be our well, are we gonna have an ale with them? Are we gonna bail with them? Maybe one of each, or what are you thinking?
0: I'm definitely having a beer watching them juke it out, whether it's <laughs> whether it's in the boxing ring or on the tennis court. I would I would happily sit there. It would be highly entertaining. The sledging going back and forth would be worth the price of admission alone. One on one, I don't know, that might be a different story. maybe with Nick, maybe yep. not with Bernie.
1: Yeah, but together, highly entertaining. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you there on the the watching them go at it front, whether that's tennis, boxing, whatever. I, I would like to watch him play tennis, to be honest, because I reckon Nick could just give it to him. So, yeah, I will definitely be having a beer with Nick Kyrgios. Uh, I reckon he's box office. I've liked him from day dot. And I know carries on like a pork chop sometimes. But I think the, the winning does funny things. I think if he pinches a, a big, big tournament, like a major somewhere, a Grand Slam, I think the public might sort of warm to him a little bit because they're starting to already. But Tomick, yeah, he's he's gone. He, yeah, it's a no from me for Tomic. I'm bailing on him. Yeah, fair enough.
0: I, I think the pay-per-view options would be mental. Just those two playing yep. in an exhibition match. Best of three. I think the crowds, the crowds and the uh, TV rights would be well yep. worth the uh, the exercise. So
1: They should do it mic'd up. Um, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. I think it'd be, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Okay. Footy tips this week, Josh, AFL, how did you go last week and what have you got this week? Uh,
0: six out of nine. I'm still not really capping out where I'd like to be with the tips, but there are a few upsets as always that caught me off guard this week. It's a bye week. So hopefully I've got less to uh, less games to pick. Maybe my odds will be a little better. So I've gone with the Bulldogs over Geelong on Friday in what will be a pretty good game to kick off the weekend. The Crows to beat West Coast. Ah, West Coast are going to struggle the rest of the year. Uh, They continue to struggle. The Gold Coast Suns to beat North, another team that's struggling there, North Melbourne. Uh, And the Demons and Swans, that's a tough one. I want to pick the Swans, but it's really going to depend on whether Buddy gets off the tribunal tonight. Uh, but I think it's going to be a tough task either way. So probably the demons in that one in Melbourne. Hawks to beat Collingwood and Frio, who've gone back home now uh, for a game back in WA to beat the Lions. And those guys are sitting in two and three, so it's going to be a cracker as well.
1: Yeah, that's a really good game. I guess the good thing about bye week for the AFL, they they don't actually lose any players, whereas I've got the NRL now and there's there's players out everywhere with origin. So I have gone... Yeah, it is. Yeah. So seven out of eight for me last week. This week, I've got the Cowboys to to get a win up against the Titans. The Panthers to still, they've lost a few players for Origin, but I still think they'll, yeah, make light work of the Bulldogs. Uh, Manly to win over the Warriors and the Roosters to get a win down in Canberra.
0: Well, good luck with that, mate. Like I said, it is a tough
1: round, um, but we're getting pretty excited being Origin week next week. Absolutely. We'll do, we might do a little origin special for the people next week. So keep an eye out for that one. Excellent, mate. All right. Well, thanks for your tips.
0: Um, what are we talking with our bet of the week? Um, as most people would know, we'd like to have a little wager. We're not very good at it or we haven't been, we haven't <laughs> been recently. So yeah. it's just a bit of fun and we bet responsibly. Uh, how'd you go last week, mate? And what are you tipping this week?
1: Last week, no joy for me. Actually, none of the three guys I said would score, scored. So there you go. Missed out. Maybe don't follow me this week. But I've got the exact same as my tips, all head-to-head. Cowboys, Panthers, Manly, Roosters, and that'll get you $5. How about you, mate?
0: I like to I like to think I can pick a multi, even though I can't. But I'm going to say Rafa to win the French Open. Into Frio to win at home. Then my new favourite second team, Frio. Into yep. the Blues to win the first game of Origin will get you 4
1: Nice, mate. I like that.
0: All right, mate. Well, that was a nice quick episode. But uh, as always, it's nice to join you and talk about sport and beer and all those good things. Um, That's about it from us this week. Thanks, for everyone, for listening in. And remember, you can find us on all your streaming platforms like Apple, Spotify, and other premium platforms.
1: That's it. Uh, Give us a follow on social media as well, Twitter, Facebook, all those sorts of things. And, yeah, cheers, Josh.
0: No worries. Cheers, friendly. And we'll, uh, we'll catch everybody next week for a special origin episode and wherever you are this weekend, enjoy your beers in the sheds.